Hey everybody, welcome back to Breakfast with Bob from the Challenge Championship and the Collins Cup. We're brought to you by Master Spas Hyper Ice, Form Smart Swim Goggles, You Can, Hoka One One, Clash USA, and of course, our Challenged Athletes Foundation. Our next guest, Olympic silver and bronze medalist, Katie Zafaris. I bet that doesn't get very old. It's, it's very nice to hear, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's, and most people are like, okay, you go to the Olympics, you get your bronze, you get your silver, you get to go home and, you know, eat bonbons, lay around a couch. You've been doing anything but. You've been like racing, racing, racing. Yeah, I've been super busy. I uh, went home for about a week after Tokyo. Actually, that was busy too because we had a bit to do with media and also see my family and train. Um, and then we went to Montreal and Edmonton to do the last of the World Triathlon Series races for 2021. Right. And so now um, I'm. This will be the Collins Cup. Will be my third race out of seven weekends of racing in a row. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you go. What do you have? Super League and Super League, which is four weekends in a row. Four weekends in a row. Yeah. And I think one of those weekends, you guys will be in Malibu. We will be. Yes. That's, that's going to be our really final. The grand. Well, that's the grand, grand final is going to be Malibu. Uh, yeah, yeah. Super, like Super League yeah. grand final. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because that that's going to be. Have you been to that race before? No, and I'm really excited because I've heard really good things. Really good things. It's going to be really yeah. fun. That's that's going to be awesome. So this is unique, right? I mean, yes. it's funny because I was talking to Taylor a little while ago, and she was saying that you know. Well, team, Katie and I have been together for the last month. You know, we're, we're sort of used to teams. Yeah. But the other athletes are, they're like independent contractors. They don't ever see, they don't hang out with the, each other that often. So uh, are there people on this team that a lot of these people brand new to you? And this, what do you think of this whole concept? Yeah, I'm getting to meet a ton of new people here, um, both on our team USA, but also um, just in general. Because right. we don't typically see the long distance athletes and actually probably the last time we saw them was like island house yes that's um, right yep. but no this has been really fun and like just going to the dining hall or the dining area and getting to see everyone and put faces and names yeah. and actually meeting them in person because of course like you see the names all the time but right um it's it's another thing getting to know their personalities and getting to just sit down and have a chat and for me i'm trying to learn everything i can in these like five days that i have to learn how to do non-draft long distance races so I've been picking everybody's brains and just trying to see, okay, um, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, because your team is very unique because you've got a, a number of athletes who've been racing for a lot of years with Sky Monch and Chelsea Sidero and Jackie Herring and Jocelyn McCauley. And then, captain's picks, you and Taylor Nipp when, coming right off the Olympics. Uh, I think Taylor doesn't own a time trial bike. You just got one. Yes. You've been on it twice? Twice, yes. <laughs> You're two ready. Time, two times in Slovakia. Good to go. No, <laughs> I'm not saying that for real. I, I definitely, um, I feel good because I set it up almost like my road bike. Yeah. So I set it up a bit more conservatively. Yes. I won't be in the most aero position. Which is but fine. all the long distancers, they're, they're telling me that it's, it's the best choice, even though I haven't ridden right. it so much. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And what's what's going to be fun is your, you know, the you've got the U.S. women's team, and you guys have the European team of, you know, Daniela Reef, Annie Hogg, uh, Lucy Charles Barkley, Holly Lawrence, Kat Matthews, Emma Palin Brown. I mean, they're they on paper they're the more <laughs> team, but as you know, paper doesn't mean a lot when it comes no, to racing, yeah. right? 
Yeah, it all it's all about race day and especially when you're a team. I mean, we learn that with the mixed team relay all the time, but yes. you have to have everybody show up on the day. And I know everybody's in different places at this race, right? Of like where they're at in their seasons, where they're right. at with their um, buildups and training. So right. it's really going to be fun to see how it translates to the race course. So back to the Olympics, you're, it's uh, the, the day of the Olympics. It's something you've been waiting for since Rio, right? Rio was, was an eye opener in terms of that scary downhill. And you changed that day from being an athlete who looked at the bike as uh, scary and, and then deciding, okay, I need to make the bike a weapon. I need to change my whole approach. Yeah. And that, when did you start feeling during that whole four year process that the, I have changed? I am a different athlete than I was in Rio. I think it was really step by step over those, over those f ended up being five years, yeah. but, um, like definitely like each year kind of built off one, one another and like by climbing the podium as well and climbing the rankings each mm -hmm. year. Um, I mean, I just feel like there were certain races like in 20, 17 in Rotterdam being able to race that course the way I did with having never seen it and it was in the rain that was like my first glimpse of gaining a bit more confidence and right. then 2018 like rarely like barely missing out on the world championship because I like lost focus for a minute in the run and then all I had to do was beat Vicky and I was third <laughs> and uh, Vicky was ahead of me and so like those are just like the learning moments that have like really shaped getting yes. me to Tokyo ready, but like we're so impactful and I feel like I just like ticked away more so than had any like mm. specific, like, Oh, I'm, I'm good to go now. But my focus was always be like, be ready for Tokyo. And on race day, your group of six, seven athletes got away in the, in the swim, but that's been sort of the pattern right over the last couple of years is you've got a group of really good swimmers who can ride the bike yeah. and you guys work together well. So you must've felt comfortable with that group, even though it was raining. Oh, for sure. Like I was with the best cyclists in the race possible, being with Flora, being with Jess and Georgia and um, really just trusting their ability made mm -hmm. me a lot more confident and trust, helped me trust myself taking the same lines as them. Is it one of those things where you don't want to, obviously you want to do your part at the front, but you don't want to be, you don't want to basically pull the pack the whole way. Yeah. I think for me, I always tend to do a bit more work than maybe other people would, but also like in Tokyo, the beginning of the race on the bike, I was tired and not like in a rhythm at all. Mm. And then by the end I was feeling stronger and right. taking more pulls. And for me, like when we're in that pack, that's off the front, like we want to work together because I'd rather run with like eight people yeah. than run with like 30 some. Let's and see. So. We got three medals and yeah. there's eight of us. <laughs> this is pretty good odds. And, and if we've got, you know, a close to a minute, it's really hard for someone to make that up. Exactly. And even so, you know, there's very good runners in the next pack. Yes. So like the you, first lap of the run, I'm always like, where oh goodness, where is everybody? They're chasing us down. Like, you know, their motivation. It's not a guess. No. Yeah. There, there's, there's medals out there. Yeah. And so when, when you get off the bike and then you're in, you're in set floors in a different time zone pretty quickly, Yeah. but you're in second and, but you, you could see that, that third was coming. Yeah. I mean, I, I could definitely see Georgia coming up and it was mainly just, even when Flora went from me, like right. I was like, okay, stay focused. Like don't lose focus. Cause the problem when somebody goes and you're alone is that 
you'll just start maybe moving backwards and not even intentionally or knowingly. So that was one of the, like, I feel like in the Tokyo race, I was just like taking lessons learned from other races. And I was thinking of Gold Coast where I like did let them go. I was like, okay, well, just because you fall off doesn't mean you're going to have a bad race now. So like keep, keep focus, keep going, keep going. And just trying to stay in the moment as much as I could. And even when Georgia passed me, it was the same. It was like, okay, like try and stay, like I wanted to chase her down, but sure. it wasn't happening. <laughs> so, exactly. so like I was just, don't lose this spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when I look back at, um, at, 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 at other, at Rio in particular, uh, that was, it was, it was fun to watch at the front with, uh, Nicola and Gwen when, you know, Nicola was sitting on, uh, was sitting on Gwen and, and wasn't planning to, to go by her um until sprinting at, at the end when you're racing are there times where there is a little cat and mouse happening especially during a run portion yeah i think it depends on people's days a lot like okay. it depends on what energy you have for it i mean um for like for tokyo it, with going out my goal was like have a really hard first 1k and so mm. like I, to try to latch on to whoever's first out of transition right and so like i was tr- trying to latch on the floor. I don't even know if I made it 1K, but I was like proud of myself for yeah. kind of setting the tone of what I was going to do and starting aggressively. And um, and so like, I think for, like certainly there was a time just in Edmonton where mm-hmm. I was running with the pack and we're all coming towards the finish together. I'm like, okay, like where do you start sprinting? Where do, who can, how long can you sprint? Right. And like, can you respond to it? So it's a bit of like trying to figure out like, okay, What's the best decision? What's the best decision right here, right now? So the, it was interesting because when you were in Rio, you had the, the one chance to race, right? Yeah, the just the uh, the individual race. And they didn't have a mixed relay, and I looked at it this year, going, you know, Taylor did not have the race she wanted. She was, you know, uh, 16th or whatever she was, yeah. similar to you. Yeah. <laughs> and but she got that second opportunity to race and gets a silver medal. So you come away from the Olympics with a medal and having that great performance, which if you look at everything she's done since, it sort of fuels the positive vibes, right? Yeah. And coming off the Olympics the way you did in 16, it's hard to come back and go, okay, all right, I'm I'm going great right now. Because all you had to draw on was a race that you weren't happy with. Right, yeah, no, I, I definitely think, I think that was also a learning experience for me in Rio, though, as well, because it was definitely perspective and yeah. um, the energy was more zapped after, I think, Rio, whereas um, well, I'm tired a bit right. from racing, but, like, I'm still engaged and I'm still hungry to do more races and to do well in them. So um, I think, yeah, having, having a better experience, you come off with like a really good high. And I think one of the best parts is for me going into like Tokyo, it was like, okay, no matter what my performance is, I want to have a good Olympic experience to make sure that no matter how I leave Tokyo, it's, Mm. it's happy and it's appreciating what I was given the opportunity to do. And I think Taylor really did that as well. Like, even though she was disappointed in her race, like she was still taking in the whole experience. And then with the relay doing a phenomenal job for us. And like, so I think it, it really does help having that. Obviously she's gaining momentum as she goes. (laughs) Yes, I know. I know. 
Um, the Olympic experience in 2016, we didn't have COVID, right? There was, you, you could go to opening and closing and all the rest of it. This year with COVID, there was no fans there. Was the experience as, besides obviously the metal part, yeah. the other part of it? What, did you feel that you had the Olympic experience this time? Yeah, I mean, I really did, which I think everybody's surprised by coming from yeah. what they've seen on the news. But for me, Rio was a lot harder because we weren't at the we the venues were so spread out. So our they venue really was yeah. like two hours from the village. So we didn't stay in the village all for the lead up of the race. The race was the second to last day of the Olympics. So mm. I finished my race. I was disappointed with my performance and the Olympics was over. And like <laughs> I went to the closing ceremonies. That was amazing. But I would say that was like my Olympic experience was like the closing ceremonies. Right. And so now like coming into Tokyo, the whole plan was like, okay, you have this opportunity to redo <laughs> basically sure. and take it all in. And I thought Tokyo was, I mean, definitely there were things lacking. Like, I, we didn't get to go to any, any events. Right. I didn't go to any events in Rio. <laughs> so like that was, <laughs> yeah. that was the same for me. But I got to meet a lot of the other athletes just in the Olympic Village or in the elevators right. or like meet the other USA athletes. We got to go, um, like just people were very happy. Like the Japanese were like who were working the yeah. event were like super happy and always smiling. And like when we got the medal and getting to share like the medal with them and like take pictures and things. I mean, for me, it was it was a good experience and it was a good experience even before the performances. Well, actually, without friends, family, those distractions, you're more time with your teammates. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're more, you guys are more together. That's a pretty that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. And especially because like I would say our team like I'm, I know Kevin and Summer pretty well, but Taylor and Morgan, I don't see quite as often. Right. So getting to spend time with them during the lead up, I think that only helped our like team camaraderie going into the actual mixed team relay that when we got to the mixed team relay, like we just felt so I at least I felt like so connected to everybody and like the team dynamic was just really strong and yes. powerful. And when we were racing, I think you can like see that because it just the more cohesive it is, the more power you have as a group. And we had fun and we were just really, really engaged with one another and really just trying to lift each other up right. the most we could you let off the mix relay. Was that the first time you've ever done that? It is. I was a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. You've got to set the table. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, um, I asked, we were like kind of messing around with different scenarios. And ultimately I asked Taylor Nib, I said like, where do you feel most comfortable going? And she said third. I said, okay, I'll go first. <laughs> so, so I'll take one for the team. Yeah. I'll be the lead off. <laughs> well, well, and you've had so much experience. I've had or, more. Yeah, yeah, you've had more experience and being in that position wasn't going to freak you out. No, and it, it worked out perfectly. So it all, it all, it all went to plan. <laughs> so after your 38 races in a row, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> what is, what is the plan moving forward? You've been to two Olympics now. Do you see yourself going, uh, you know, going more 70.3? Do you see yourself staying ITU and WTS? What do you, it's three years away from the Olympics now. So yeah. that you certainly could do another Olympics if you wanted to. Yeah, I think I'm open to like anything for Tommy and I. Tommy's my husband. Uh, our priority is to start a family and um, we don't really like dictate that timeline so much. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you, I really you don't control that. No, so I really want to keep doing what I'm doing until until that's a, that comes true and that's a success. Um, so like 
for me, I really, I think I'd like to start doing a bit of both between ITU and longer distance. Because, yep. I mean, this, this I've said I've wanted to do longer distance for like, I don't know how many years, yeah, but the yeah. schedule is just, doesn't always yeah, no. <laughs> make it happen. Whereas when I got invited to do the Collins Cup, that was a big thing. Perfect. Was I could, perfect timing wise. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could do it. So, um. We'll see how this weekend goes, and then I'll get back to you okay. on, on the plan. So this, the race this weekend, this is the longest race you've ever done. About by double. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> by double. On a bike you've ridden twice. On a bike I've ridden twice. I like Setting that. myself up for success. Exactly. <laughs> Across the board. It's been really fun. I've been working with, just watching you over this last five, six years, and you know the consistency of you know, fifth, fourth, third, second, first, and then sixth this year. Yeah. So I yeah. know you're not happy with that, but now you've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's not the direction I wanted. Uh, well, not the <laughs> But I think you'd much rather have the six and the bronze and the silver yeah. rather than another two or three, right? Yeah, no, it's, it was a good, it was a year that got better as it went. <laughs> it definitely did. And uh, obviously the, the low point was losing your dad in April. Yeah. And just, you know, having to, at a time where, you, know, you hadn't qualified yet and you had other things were way more important than racing. Yes, yes. So uh, just the f dealing with, with that, just the grief that comes with losing uh, a parent way too early and then being able to come through the way you did. Uh, what does it tell you about yourself? Well, I think it's just, A, I have an amazing support crew that probably I mean that's not exactly about myself but it's a reflection of yes. the amount of people who picked me up when I was super super down and when my family was super down and um so that was that was something that I we I wouldn't have even been on start lines had it not been for people believing and knowing exactly what my dad and mom both would right. want like yes. my dad has been both of them have been so much a part of this journey right. Um, so like my, for like winning a medal and I think you probably know this, but like during the, during the bike ride, I mean, we look for signs from my dad, like all the time. And during the bike ride, I saw a rainbow and it was like midway through the bike. And I just, it, it made me just realize how much he was there. And like, yeah. I knew he would be, but like, I, I was glad it was like more obvious. <laughs> um, so everybody saw. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think that, uh, just being able to get back to racing and and feel like myself again on the race course and right after my dad passed away I was like dad like I hope you help me like on this like I was like asking for his help and then I realized like pretty soon after I was like dad I don't need like okay I don't need his help I need to race like me and right. I and he'll be there like supporting from above and like watching but um I need to just race for me and do what I know what I can do, do yeah. and that was like the turning point of being able to kind of reset and and get myself ready because I was confident I could sure. get myself back to where I was at but I didn't know if everyone else was <laughs> exactly well that was really from USA triathlon obviously a sign of their belief in in you yeah and understanding that uh you know that Five four three two one is, is not a mirage. That's somebody <laughs> who steps up big time when it's when it's important. Yeah, love it, Katie. Thanks so much for taking them and enjoy your 
your first ever <laughs> long <laughs> distance <you>. race. <laughs> the only difference is every once in a while you might want to eat something. I right? was like, any tips? I'll yeah, take yeah, any yeah. tips from anyone. <laughs> those things that are called gels, you might okay. yeah, maybe bring I've one of those I've got a few with. of those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Katie Zafaris has been our guest, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.